Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Jump Time AFL podcast for round 11, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is bitterly disappointed in Brendan Goddard for smashing the lollies. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Michael, we all know how much we love Brendan Goddard on this show. <laughs> he is a favourite of pretty much every uh, football fan and probably even non-football fans. Because he's a laugh a minute. He's just, he is the, probably the last great larrikin <laughs> fun we've loving. got in footy. Yeah, yeah. You think, you think BJ, you think fun. Yep. And he just, he let, he, I think he let all of Australia down last night. Okay, so it was his 300th game. Yes. I flew up to Sydney mm-hmm. on the weekend and I thought, you know what, I'll surprise him at halftime. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll go into the Essendon room. So I went out to, uh, to the Beanstalk. It was GWS home game. It's spotless. I, uh, I snuck in. Had half time and I got uh, got some lollies because I know the players they like to get the sugar back up yep. after running running hard in the first you know run, run and carry meters gained mm-hmm. it takes your sugar levels down I know that I've watched the lab I understand <laughs> shit so I sneak in there and I'd bought uh, I'd bought Starburst like I didn't get the Coles party pack really I thought I thought you get the party pack no nah, no nah, mate I went bit of I choice went, for everyone no nah, I went top shelf Starburst but they're a bit they're a bit kind of too chewy and a bit hard work no well obviously clearly <laughs> yeah clearly that was the issue yeah. so anyway I I uh, I'd, I'd put them in the shape of a three hundred oh, very kind of right you. next to the Gatorade yeah so the players come in get a bit of rehydration and mm-hmm. go get some sugars into us. BJ was one of the first in, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to love this. And next thing you know, fucking bang, they're all over the floor. On the floor. All on the floor. And even Dyson Heppel looked around and was like, mate, Rosie's going to be devastated. <laughs> Do you know what you've done? Like, And like, you couldn't see it in the vision, but there was fairy floss. Uh-huh. There were toffee apples. Yep. And there was fairy bread, which I went to the, to the trouble, trouble of. On each fairy bread, I got the hundreds and thousands, and I got them and put them in such a thing, uh, like a, a pattern that spelled out on each Every piece of bread, so mm-hmm. I buttered them and then got the hundreds of thousands, and work. I spelt out cunt. <laughs> and he didn't even fucking acknowledge that. That would be hard work, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it was worth it because that's what he is. Oh, you You're went. a fucking dog, Goddard. <laughs> what a miserable fuck. Ruining like, your hard work. Well, if work. you haven't seen the vision, please try and check it out. He he comes in, he's one of the first in, and he just he swipes the lollies like mm. like a petulant child. Yeah, and then and Heppo then gives him a look, a bit like a uh, exasperated parent. Mm. Just kind of oh god, what do you what do you that doing? for? What you know that's wrong. Okay? <laughs> you know that's not. You're what a you fucking do. moron. <laughs> You're not helping anyone. You know who's got to clean that up? The boot stutter. <laughs> He's got... Now, who else? Because, like, someone has to clean it up, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no player's picking that up. Goddard's not picking it up. He's not He's not going, oh, Woosha, you go into the halftime thing. Yeah. I've just got to get a... a it's a little uh, pan, you yeah, know. Little. Yeah, Anyone got a broom? Yeah. Anyone got a little broom? I just need a little... All, it can be a big broom if you want. I'll sweep it into the corner. A little mini vac. I'll scheme it up. Yeah, anyone got a Dyson? <laughs> is, there a, is there a portable Dyson in the GWS change room? Yeah. And they would have it because the AFL's tipped a lot of money. They got everything, In yeah. the GWS, so they yeah. would have the portable Toasters, Dyson. microwave. 
Dave's oh, everything you fuck. need. Yeah, down at uh, was it? Where was their um, breakfast point? Mm. That would bring it across mm. from breakfast point. So everything you need. So so BJ, just seriously, don't be a fuckhead. Mm. Now, what was he so angry about? Well, I guess it was a tight first half. It was actually a pretty good game. Yeah. And for the first time ever, GWS are on top of the ladder. They are on top of the ladder. How did they do it? I don't know. I, I think it's just <laughs> grit and determination, yep. you know, and, and just, like, they've struggled through the draft. Like, sometimes, sometimes they had a draft pick. I mean, that's the thing. It's been a slow burn for a long time, hasn't yeah. it? I mean, decades. Decades sometimes out of West Sometimes their, their 10th draft pick mm. was number 12. Yeah. And that, that, can, that can hurt a team <laughs> for a long time. Like, when you miss out on pick three. Yep. And you've got all the other, you know, first 12. That, mm-hmm. that, can, that can set a team back uh, weeks. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's, they've overcome adversity. Yep. Is yep. what everyone <laughs> loves about the, the Giants. A good on them. Like, they do play a great game, great style of football. It's fun to watch them. It is fun. It is like watching, though, a, uh, a what would you call it, a composite team. Well, it's a bit like watching, like, a, like a Chelsea back in... Back, you know, when Abramovich bought them. Yes. And just brings in all the players. Yeah, or, brought in all the best players. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's exactly what the in, AFL has done. Yeah, which, I mean, okay, fair it's fair enough, fair enough. And it will get the, it will, you know, get a bit of interest in the game in Western Sydney, which is fine, 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 fine. But I think once they're running around with the cup, I think we're going to all feel a bit kind of, yeah. Oh, mate. There's going to be more than lollies scattered on the ground. It's going to get hard to get f- emotionally invested in that. Well, do you think there's going to be a, 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 a motorcade through the streets of Blacktown? Oh, yeah, they'd get something. They'd get something going, yeah. They are that. We said before, they're very good at the community stuff. Well, yeah, that, that, is, that is true. Mm. But do you think the people of, of the, the local area will come out to go, oh, there, there's those guys, you know, the guys in the, in the sort of charcoal grey and the orange that we see sometimes on a Saturday yeah, yeah. running Where, around? Where's these rifle out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's the big guns? Get him back. It's just not fair. So, so they're doing really it – was, it was a great game. And, and Essendon now outside the eight, they're, they're, up, they're up against it, I reckon. Uh, and also, GWS had to fight uh, great, great adversity – this week. I don't know how they did it. Stevie J's car went a-missing. Got stolen. Got stolen. How, how do so many cars... Uh, how many? How are so many cars getting stolen in this day and age? Like, it happened to Brendan Whitecross, Hawthorne player. Uh, had that his was car. Porsche. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a nice car. Yeah. What, what did Stevie J get stolen? What sort of car was it? I'm actually looking it up now. I'm trying yeah. to look at where does he live? Where did he get taken from? Oh, uh, he's got to be in a city, doesn't in a Sydney, doesn't he? He wasn't too far. Yeah, I figure. Yeah, he's he's not living out west. Uh, the story goes he wasn't really too fussed about the car. He's more confused, uh, um, fussed about his golf clubs. Golf clubs, yeah, in the back. I think they're quite new. So, well, so he, he would that. be unable to afford another set of golf because he went up there and said, oh, "I just want to play footy. Don't like, don't pay me. I, I don't need it." I just want to. I just want to play footy and occasionally have a round of golf. I'll spend my last paycheck on a set of golf clubs. You don't need to pay me. Mm-hmm. So that that was all he had in life. I'm trying to work out where it, where it went from. So it was found. Well, it got into a. a it was a, involved in a, a high speed chase. pursuit, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did the, the car was having fun. Oh, I've never got to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The car was would have been doing tricks. Would have been selling candy. Would have uh, been selling car candy. Officers spotted the oh Ford Falcon. So it's not like a super duper flash. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. See, no, but he's a grassroots man. He's from Wangaratta, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he'd be a Ford man. Always been. Yeah, always, always been a Ford yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, he may have been a hold man at some point in his life, but he switched back. Oh well, Geelong, of course too. 
Ford. Oh, there you oh, go. So it's now free, it's free. free. It's a free fucking car. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, fuck you, mate. So I won't fucking ruin this star now. <laughs> no wonder he doesn't give a fuck about the yeah. cars. There's another one coming. Golf course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet because bet he... Got nothing get, invested in this yeah, story. Because he paid for the clubs. <laughs> yeah. And the car, he's just going, oh, fuck that. He probably left the keys in it, gave it to some guy. <laughs> I'll get another one on Monday. It doesn't he, matter. Yeah, he's going, oh, mate, I bet you can't get this up to 160 <laughs> through the city. And he's going, oh, fuck, the club's in the boot. Oh, shit, no wonder he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, they probably crash it because he already kind of you know, burnt the engine out himself. Yeah, no, he would have thrashed the shit. He would have driven that up there from Geelong <laughs> as quick as he could. Uh, and he got f- uh, spotted by the cops on the Princess Highway mm-hmm. at Carlton in southern Sydney. And then they were seen, seen Henry Lawson Drive at Mil- Milpera in oh, the city's okay. west yep. about 15 minutes later. Oh, so they were heading out towards... They heading out to the Beanstalk. Yeah. Because uh, they... They wrecked, they didn't they didn't know Stevie J lived there. No, but it would have had GWS stickers all yeah, over yeah. it. Yeah, and so they're like, Whoa, fuck, that looks like Stevie J's car. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where he lives. No. Why don't we take it back to the club? <laughs> yeah, we'll assume okay. we'll assume someone's already pre stolen it. <laughs> we'll re steal it. Because yeah. the number plates would be Stevie J. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or Norm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, at Riverwood. These are three uh, parts of Sydney I've never heard of. No. Riverwood. Uh, they were able to bring it to a stop. And then Stevie J said, where are my clubs? And they said, they're not there. Uh, they, oh. they got pinched. Yeah. That's that's the devastating bit. I do love it that they... they um, uh, oh, no, they were found. They were found in the boot. Oh, so they never opened the boot. Yeah, but also... Well, I think to myself too, like, if you're in a life of crime, if you're going around stealing cars, yeah. are you really hitting links that often? <laughs> well, you, you, <laughs> you're really a golfer as yeah. well. <laughs> well. Why can't you do both? You, you know, you're paying for the membership at Royal, Royal Melbourne. Yeah, right? no, that, that, that's a fair point. And uh, I imagine if so, the Royal Sydney. I'm not sure. If so, do you do you steal a golf cart? Yeah, as well. They're like, oh, fuck, they're going another one, and then they you slowly do 18 holes. Like if you if you're really into kind of you know if you life of crime and you're a big golf fan, like surely you'd be checking the boot too, because one day you'll hit the jackpot. Absolutely, I would yeah. say most times mm. you would hit the jackpot. And I, I, I just think it was good that uh, his teammates they uh, they got around him. <laughs> because otherwise, if they if they didn't get around him, he would have been his mind would have been everywhere. But yeah. they, they got around him, and the GWS got over the line, and now they're sitting one game clear, top of the ladder. Yeah. So uh, now there's talk about them getting a home final, mm. which is fair enough, I think. Do you think? Well, I guess where else would they play it in Sydney? They're not going to play it at the SCG. But do you, are you saying it should be played at ANZ Stadium? Well, I because think that's not an AFL ground anymore, is no, it? No, no. So they don't have the contract, so they'd have to. They, well, I think the only place they can play it would be the SCG. Yeah, but why would they play at someone else's home ground? That's that would a good be point. very odd. Yeah, unless it's like a, it comes down to crowds. So I think at uh, the Beanstalk is about 10, 12,000? No, no, 15? 20, I think. Is it really? Yeah, I think over 20. It's got over 20 twice. What, if, what if they play? Okay, what if they played at uh, Canberra? Their second home. Ah. Bring it a little bit closer. So say they're playing like, uh, all right, let's say who's in top four? Say it's Richmond. Yep. Would Richmond fans prefer the lovely drive up to Canberra? You go to the War Memorial, you check out like Billy Griffin, yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Or do you want to fly to Sydney and have to drive all the way out west? Yeah, well, I think I'm looking up to here. So the capacity is, I think, about 24. Okay. Um, and then the SCG is 46. And so they've got 20 twice, uh, once against uh, the Bulldogs in that prelim. Oh, yes. And then also in a uh, uh, Battle of the Bridge. Well, see, I, I would say off the back of last year's preliminary final, and I know a lot of Doggies fans travelled up there, but mm. that has proven that they can hold a big game, and mm. it was a great atmosphere. It was yeah. one of the best games of last season, Absolutely. apart from the grand final. So, so I say, I say, uh, any maybe Melbourne games get moved up there. 
Yeah. So like say you say if uh, should n- people be selling their games to GWS? Yes. Like if it was if for example I know this can't happen uh, probably won't happen but if North played Frio and it was a North home game. Yeah. In the finals. Take it up to... Do you take it up to spotless? Yeah. yeah. No, that's a really good question. I yeah. think the commission is talking about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I know, you know, fans might be a little bit put, slightly put out, but once uh-huh. they get up there and see, you know, the facilities and the atmosphere mm. that would be going on. Well, I know Port and the Gold Coast did have their Shanghai match this year, but they're already in discussions about playing one up at spotless. That would be uh, great. Next year. Yeah, yeah. and... I mean, Koshi would love that. It's mm. close to it's close to Brecky Bre- Central. Close to work, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brett's can get down to the game. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's man. all that matters, yeah. <laughs> um, although, would it be awkward? Because Mel Doyle, Mel oh, Doyle is, a, is a GWS number one ticket holder, I believe. So what happens when, when they play anyway? Koshi's so walking around the building. What happens when they... they did she, is she like going down to security going, uh, there's going to be a bald, a bald cunt coming in? <laughs> He's going to have a... He's gonna she have talk a, like that too, I reckon. Oh, fuck yeah. No, oh, she's a potty mouth. Mouthy. Yeah, that, that's why they got, they got her in, because she sledges. Yeah. She, <laughs> she taught heaps of everything he knows. She says there's a bald fuckhead. Yeah. And they go, who, who is it? She goes, it's Koshy. Yeah, she looks at the phone. Chappelle is calling her again. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, nah, hang up. She's like, don't let him in. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate him. Because <laughs> uh, I, I used to co-host with him. Yeah. I'm like, really? At Brecky Central? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking did, mate. Yeah. And then they, that, that fucking dog... If I can see barrettes around here, he if I can shoot cut me loose yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no Koshi here. Uh, so you brought that up because Geelong may not get a final. Yeah, so that's the big decision at the minute. Now, I think these are purely based on kind of on, on audience and attendance. So Geelong, uh, they're 36,000. Uh-huh. And so it's really have to be an interstate team, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would think Hence so. Hence why it was Freo last time, which I think played well. Yeah. But also, I mean, there is, there is a, ca- a strong case to be made for Geelong getting home finals. Yeah, but I guess because how many how many home games do they play down there? They split it between uh, Melbourne and Geelong, so it's not like they play every home game down in Geelong anyway, is no. it? So therefore, the AFL would go. Well, we think you can get a bigger crowd. Like even if Geelong played Adelaide, I think they could still get a bigger crowd that can be held at Cadinia Park. And so they go. Well, bad luck, mate. Yeah, I think it'd be a particular team. Well, the Giants would be one of those teams, I reckon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. I, I understand that. Yeah, Having said that, they would there. sell. They'd still sell. They'd sell that out because it's a final. Yeah. It's very confusing for Gil. Oh, uh, he, he doesn't know it's good. And, and no, but that's why he's giving himself a buy after the season to work it all out. He doesn't need to do anything now. Do the Baggers play down at uh, Geelong? Because Hawthorne hasn't played there for a long, long time. I can't remember the last time Carlton played Geelong mm. down in Geelong. It would have been, I would say, like the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although I do remember uh, playing them at Prince's Park. So probably we had a few switchovers maybe in the early 90s. But then once it became – because Prince's Park was still alive in the – oh, no, in the late 90s when Darren Milburn knocked out Sauce. Sauce. So that was was late 90s. I was at that game. 99, wasn't it? Yeah, 99 or 2000. Yeah. Around that time, yeah. I uh, haven't been to Geelong for – well, since 1985, if I remember correctly. And uh, we – maybe it was 1984, actually, because we uh, had got a new dog – Oh, yeah. Got a new dog, a Toby. Uh-huh. And uh, so my sister, th- this, this this is 80s parenting. My yep. sister sat in the car park in the car with the dog yep. for the whole game while we went in and watched, <laughs> we went in and watched the game. <laughs> she sat and, and I think I think mum's defence is like, I checked on you at half time. Oh, that's all right. So this pre-mobiles, pre-everything. Yeah. Just a little girl in a car. Locked a, in a car with, with a, a beagle. Yeah. With a, with a beagle. And, and like <laughs> a probably pup. a few books and a bit of food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for the dog. <laughs> yeah, they both had some biscuits. But yeah, can you imagine that now, nowadays? Oh, you'd put them in the boat. Oh, sorry, I forgot to add. She got kidnapped. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the dog was fine. 
you'd put him in the boot. Oh, it was a fantastic win by Geelong on the weekend to uh, to get over. Who did they beat? Port Adelaide. Yeah. No. 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 no Adelaide. No. Adelaide. 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 Yeah. Smashed him. Yeah. It was a great win. Geez, they're a good team. Geelong. I said that a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and I stand by it. You can't pick, apart from the Giants. It's it, like they've said it. It's, been, it's just been a fantastic season, hasn't it? It's pretty close. Yeah. Um, what would your top four be at this stage? I'm going to go Giants on top. Yeah. I'm going to go, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Giants, then I'm going to go Adelaide, then I'm going to go Geelong, and then I'm going to go Richmond. That is the top four. That I've picked it well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're looking at the ladder right now, aren't you? I think it's fantastic that the Tigers are in the top four. Yeah. Even though, and that's amazing. They, had, they lost three in a row, and they're seven and four. Yeah. Like, they could easily, easily be third. Rather than fourth. But if your auntie was your uncle? Well, that's a very good point. Thank mm. you. Thank you, Mr. Pagan. Um, but I don't, know how, uh, I don't know how Joel Selwood has managed to focus on football as well as what he's going on in his... Well, did you see the cut on his face? It was a beauty, wasn't it? Oh, dude. That showed up quickly. Jeez, he opens up easily. Yeah, true. Is there an issue with the Selwood family? He'd be a very good blader in the wrestling, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wouldn't need to. No. He'd just fucking tonk himself in the head. Well, some, and of them, some of them actually have the scar tissue. They can just whack themselves. And well, isn't that what happens above? I think Joel Selwood's got that above the brow. Oh, okay. Oh, didn't he do a tribunal thing where he says, I bleed easily? Yeah, I bleed easily. Yeah, yeah and that okay. got someone off, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Boomer Harvey? He said, I'm a bleeder. I'm a bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> went, all right, we got mate. a bleeder. Yeah, and then he just started, like he started bleeding in the tribunal. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. And then he's wiping it on people. He's it's pretty tap, full on. Tapped his forehead yeah. with a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> started bleeding. It's like the shiny. Yeah. But maybe, like, was that, has he got just a thin head? Is he very, like an egg, like a membrane? Like, is his fontanelle closed over? Like, if you put your thumb in the middle of Joel Selwood's head and it'd pop into his brain. I did walk uh, walk behind him and you can see his brain pulsates. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite disturbing. So you've got to be careful. But, okay, so he's got... Like, obviously, he's one of the bigger bigger people in the greater Geelong area. Yep. But also, uh, that, that, that travels down the highway to Melbourne. And this is why I don't think Geelong could probably have a home final because they are too big. Because Joel Selwood... And this, this is an article that was in the Herald Sun and it was a riveting insight into the Selwood lifestyle, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, sometimes you don't know what the players are like. Like Joel Selwood, he's very... He doesn't really do a lot of media. You know he's hard at it. You know straight he, bat. Kind yeah, of straight very, bat kind yeah, of very serious yeah. kind of guy. But he's got a, he's got a softer side. I mean, when he, when he gets to a wacky Wednesday, though, hey? Well, that, that, that's he different. He turns knows it on. Yeah, he, he knows turns it on. He puts yeah, on a show. He knows how to do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, the article starts off, he's more regularly pictured as one of the tough guys of the AFL. So that instantly sets you up. You go, yeah, he is. He fucking is. Yeah. Mate, he bleeds everywhere. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm really agreeing with this article. <laughs> but Cats captain Joel Selwood was sporting a more refined look in anticipation of today's annual stock take sale at David Jones. Oh. So for those outside of Australia, David Jones is a uh, department store hmm. where you might get uh, clothing. High-end. High-end, yes. Yeah. Very good point. High-end. Very good. So not, it's not, good. Like, not like kind of Tiffany's high-end, but no, like no, kind no. of just nice. Nice. Very, yeah. yeah. If you're going uh, to go to a Sunday session, yeah. you might shop there for your neat casual. If you're yeah. going to go into the members, perhaps, at the MCG. If you're going to go to a wedding, you buy a suit there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You would, it definitely would. Yeah, and it's so nice. good that he's gone, he's rung the paper and said, hey, guys, I, I might be going to David Jones. Mm. Interested in doing an article, mm. and they went, "Yeah, okay, that's that's a great idea, Joel." So he's going, he's just, he's just popping in. Well, yeah, please. Yeah, sorry. Allow me to continue. It says Selwood and partner Britt Davis are primed to bag a bargain at the sales, 
which have hit on the eve of the first day of winter. So it's just pre-winter. So they knew winter was coming and they're uh-huh. like, fuck, we're going to get more clothes. So they're looking for winter gear? Or the, uh, I'll let, I'll let yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, so. And it says it's giving shoppers the perfect excuse to grab some new season essentials at discounted prices. Nice. So this is just an aside yeah. in an article about Joel Selwood okay. that just happens to be about David Jones as well. <laughs> like two worlds have collided here. This is really good journalism. They say, well, the duo, so uh, he and his partner, don't normally shop for clothes together. They both know what they need for a winter wardrobe update that's i like a partnership like that yeah because you know? a lot of times you don't yeah every now and then i'm talking to a lady and i'm just like i'm like when it comes to winter fashion yeah yeah what are your views yeah what are you thinking and then if they're different to mine i'm like there's no way we're going to connect well if i was single that would be on my tinder profile uh-huh yeah uh, <laughs> june 1st Winter wardrobe update. <laughs> that thing. And, and obviously, people just go swipe right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If someone's going to update that thing. Uh, so they talk, they talk to his uh, partner about it. And uh, now, and th- this, is, this is the kind of thing you don't get on open mic. No. Mark Robinson, the, the chief writer, he doesn't delve in like this. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, the newsbreaker, Mick Warner. Yeah. Never hear anything like that from him. Selwood says he's on the hunt for a good winter jacket and prefers <laughs> shopping online to in store. <laughs> A quote here is a good quote. Uh, I'm right in the middle of a busy footy season and hoping to stay fit, healthy and injury-free for the remainder of the season. It's good to know. Mm. And then he goes on. I like to shop online. It is also a good way to avoid the busy crowds. So that is something that we would never have known about Joel Selwood. Absolutely. He's agoraphobic when it comes to big crowds. Like when he runs out onto the MCG in mm. front of 90,000, he's shitting himself. Yeah. He, hate, he doesn't. He would prefer to play that game online Yeah, just because of the amount of people around. He hates being given a, given a jumper before the game. Oh, totally. Like so he, yeah, he doesn't. Try this on. Yeah, it, it, it freaks, him, freaks him out. So, so you, you, may, you may not, even though he talks a, a, a good David Jones game, you may not ever see him in David Jones. So if you go on Selwood hunting, don't just get yourself down to David Jones because you, you won't even... He's, he's online. That's a good point. We're not, we may not get a footballer in real life down at David Jones. You're never going to get it. Not from Joel Selwood. No. You fuck, unless he needs to try on the winter jacket. Because if you get it online, you go, fuck, it's the wrong size. You've got to send, send it, it back. back. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. pain in the ass. And he'd have probably a bit of a unique shape with his build. Like yes. In terms of being a bit more muscly than a normal person. Yeah, a bit more solid yeah. than your average person. Yeah. But isn't that good, isn't that good to know? that it, as, of, as of today, so this is Sunday the 4th of June, that Joel Selwood today... The bleeder has a brand new winter wardrobe, <laughs> and it's little things like that. that that's what that's what we bring you here at uh, at Junk Time. Can I work out what that article was about? Is that is he an ambassador or something for it? Is she an ambassador? Let's take a step. Well, let's I say mean, that I know, know, let's I say. But is, is it catch on the idea of like an interview with Daryl Selwood about football life, or is it just like uh, is it all David Jones? Uh, well, it says. And just says he's going to David Jones. But also, he'd get a, if he's an ambassador for David Jones, he could just go through online and say, I want that, send that to me. And they'd do that. Well, that's a very good point. He's hardly forking out for stuff at David Jones when he's an ambassador. Well, if he is an ambassador, we don't want to just... No, I don't want to say I mean, that. No, no, it could be, could be Margaret. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Don't and know. we don't want to create salary cap issues. <laughs> down, like if, you know, they're walking down. Like if, if Gil McLaughlin sees him in a really nice winter, winter jacket, jacket and a pair of chinos, yeah. he's like... Hey, wait a second. Yeah. He's a third party, dude. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the headline is David Jones Winter Sale, the cat's pyjamas for Geelong Captain Joel Selwood. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So perhaps there is a paid deal there that we haven't... Maybe we should investigate that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll look up. Uh, it's Brit... Brit. Brit Davis. Brit Davis. Is the easy partner. Yeah, well. check her out on uh, on Instagram yeah, because perhaps you know, Joel's wearing something here. new. We've got going on here. Uh, I'll type in. 
I type in David Jones as well. Yeah, no, you have to. Yeah, you need to know what they're getting up to. Because remember, there was a, there was a time there where they were using footballers on the catwalk, wasn't there? Like uh, obviously, Josh Gibson, he would have done a bit of catwalk walking in his time. You know, maybe at, at a mire. At a mile launch. Didn't Jimmy Bartell maybe do it? With him yes, a I believe Jimmy Bartell would have. Because even though his wife would have tried to talk him out of it. Yeah. Because Nadia Bartell hates that shit. <laughs> you know, maybe Chris Judd uh, went there and Beck's like, don't do it, mate. It's just, you, we're not that type of family. Yeah. And he goes, no, Beck. Yeah. No, I need this. Do you find it a bit odd that Juddy's in a, a betting commercial? Yes. Yeah, I didn't think that'd be quite like him. Yeah. Not to, not to disparage. No. But uh, I didn't think that'd be quite his bag. No, but I think as someone who's come out the the dark side of recycling, like when he was a Vizzy ambassador mm-hmm. and he saw... Fuck, the Paris Accord. The news from Trump over the week, that would have shattered Juddy. Yeah. He's just going... Well, I don't think the, he did his Triple M commitments. The environment's already fucked up. Today. Yeah, this and I don't Trump. need to hear that. I think he's on his way to Washington to I? just try and talk Trump out of it. Actually... Just go, Dude, you've got to get back in the Accord. Because I, I was an ambassador for Vizzy mm. and Trump would be like, what the fuck's a Vizzy? And then he explains it, and he's like, "Oh fuck, you're an ambassador." Uh, actually, I, I off your know. own, off your own bat. And he's like, "Yeah, well, because you know, the, the the boss of the team I was playing asked if I could be an ambassador, and I said, "Yes, I'll do it." And he said, "I'll give you a million dollars for it as well." I was like, "I don't want it, <laughs> but I'll take it." I didn't. Uh, I don't know if this passed your radar, but uh, there was a picture of the week of uh, Juddy holding up a bloody fake head of Trump. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty controversial. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen that. So, Britt Davis, special needs teacher, uh, the Unite Project ambassador, fashion lover, doesn't say anything about David Jones, yep. but does have her email. So, we could email okay. and ask her. We've got a Gmail right there. Yeah, but uh, uh, we won't. But let's steer clear. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of uh, terrible, awful things, um, how about those hawkers? They're flying, mate. They're flying. So, I mean, in your time, yeah. in your time, uh, Zero points in the first quarter? Yeah, I reckon that's probably happened in my time. I reckon. Uh, I remember there was a game against the Dogs, I think, in 09 or 09, you got four points in the first half. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they got up to about 90 before we even kicked a goal. So Is um, that right? Yeah, like it's not as bad as the uh, Thursday night. Yeah. Yep. But I actually fell asleep on the couch, I must say. I've been a bit of a busy boy. Uh, and so I missed the first half. I woke up pretty much at half time. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, so... How yeah, do you was, feel about it? Talk me through it. Well, uh, look, it wasn't great. I can't, I can't get annoyed at them as I've said before. But uh, it's now time to kind of, you know, we'll, we'll bleed a few young people. We'll end, uh, yep. Yeah. So, like in the Selwood. In the Selwood. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a few clocks to the head. In a Chinese medicine kind of way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Bleed a few people. People like your Burtons and the like coming through. So yeah. yeah so there'll be a few folks. And obviously, I think you know, we just need to put games into Vickery and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had uh, he had one kick, I think, to quarter time, and I mentioned I was in a WhatsApp chat group, and I and I sent that picture that I may have sent you about uh, the stat of Vickery having one yep. kick to quarter time, and a friend of mine genuinely said I didn't know he was playing, uh, yep. because he had done so very little, little, yeah, so very very little. But mm. you, you know, I, I think he can come good. I, I think. Clarko has said that we can't win the flag this year. Oh, I think he's wrong. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, that, that's Clarko. That's, uh, that's a little bit of reverse uh, psychology. Okay, gotcha, yeah. So people go in a bit soft against I think we're only four, only four and seven. Only four and seven. Yeah, so you're just out of the eight. History shows that mm. many teams, mm. every second year, yeah. teams are four and four seven. Four and seven, yeah, and yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and they're, and they're just uh, ravaged by injury. Yeah. They bounce back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that. that was a surprising thing for him to say because um, he is coach of the club and has seen us perform for the last 10 weeks. Yes. Yeah. I think but he's just get... called it now. Yeah. Did you love this? St- you put, were you awake for this at the start of the game? 
Oh, the security guards on security the ground. Security guards still on the ground. That is so weird. Why? Why were they on there? Like, My, basically, what? once the warm up starts. Yeah. The umpires have been out there for a little bit. They've already done the coin toss. Let me think. Do they go, they go out with one, one or two go out with an umpire? I, w- I would say so, but the umpires are out there practising their, their ball-ups, yeah. throw-ins, running backwards, all that kind of bullshit yeah. for about six or seven minutes while the, while the players are doing kick-to-kick at the end, yes. getting their warm-ups. Then they come into the middle for the coin toss. There's no security guards ever there. Not that I know, remember. And what are they? Like if I mean, unless, kid... like, is that a little kid going to go rogue? And you yeah. need a security guard. <laughs> yeah, just start punching into an umpire. <laughs> Patting them down. Yeah. Um, and then, and I, then it, so they were standing on either wing. On the wing, yeah. So the only thing I can think of is that like one of them was watching the other one to leave. Yeah, and they were watching kind of each other, thinking, "Oh, I'll go when he goes," but they didn't go. And then the player has to say, um, "Yeah, one of the players said, mate, you know, fuck off, you're the not, ground. not the runner. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off." So they were still on the ground when the ball was bounced. Yeah, and then they didn't really like make a beeline for the wing. They just kind of. Dawdled off. off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was very strange. Uh, I, want, I hope they got um, sacked. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They, they can never secure anything. And hopefully, again. I hope they have, like, uh, you know, large families, maybe a couple yeah. of ill children. Yeah. And uh, I hope they lose their employment. Yeah. That's the only, only way I see fit. Well, I mean, it, it, t- it teaches a lesson, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, if you're going to dawdle. Because remember, uh, during the, um, the pre-season comp, there was that uh, bouncer who, or security guard who got involved in a, in a melee. That's right. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was great. That's the kind of thing you want. We don't yeah. want you. We don't want you on the ground at the start of a game. We want you in the middle of a punch on. That's they what should be happening. Did Disgusting. A, uh, they did a never tear us apart a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of the in excess guys. Um, oh, they were on the ground. That's right. They were still yeah. in the back. They hadn't they're got still, off the ground. They're still in the, in the uh, round about the goal square. Yeah. Yeah. No, milking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. Do you reckon Clarko? Because he said he was concerned that. Uh, about players' social media these days, because we, you know, Alex Vasolo has mm. come out and said that he's got clinical depression, which is not great. And Clarko said uh, the, the 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 Hawthorne Footy Club monitor the players' social media, mm. so they must go give us your accounts. Oh, it's like the American government now, is it? Yeah, it was Big Brother. They're looking at everything they say. So you know, I mean, that would have been great in Josh Bootsmith's time. Oh, yeah, like, sure. do the, do the, do the, Give us a Snapchat. Yeah, does it go that deep? Do they go, all right, there's nothing offensive in that cock shot. Send it away, mate. Yeah. Whatever you've got to do. <laughs> Who's it going to? Oh, cheer squad, cheer squad member. Maybe, okay, maybe hold back. It's not part of the membership package. Still in high school, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we look at social media now and scroll through. I've just typed Ty Vickery into Twitter. Oh, okay. Now... Uh, let's get... Uh, so can you see what people have written to Ty? Because I know that when I get abused, I can see it, but I wonder if everyone else can see it. Uh, I, 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 I just typed Ty Vicker into the search thing. Oh, okay. Well, it's... Okay, latest, okay. I've gone to latest, yep. okay. So uh, from Sam, who asked on Twitter during the week, um, what's the prize for winning your tipping comp, currently leading? Yep. And then, well, you've written Ty Vickery. No, it's someone from Junk Time wrote <laughs> Ty Vickery. <laughs> so, I mean, for the bullying right here... Um, <laughs> it's kicked off by junk time. Oh, he sold it to that investment property, um, Did uh, an apartment during the week. So that's good news. Oh no, he, his mind wasn't on the job again. He's thinking of negative gearing, isn't he? He got four hundred and eighty grand for it. That's not bad. Yeah, mustn't have been a very big property though. Uh, here we go. Jack Luck, Jack Darling is lucky he doesn't play for a Melbourne club, as he would be copying far more criticism Ty Vickery has. No, that's not really kind of yeah. mean. Such, no. um, uh, to Alistair Clarkson, recruiting Ty Vickery. Are you for real? Um, what date was on that? And Ty Vickery is Jar Jar Binks in this comparison. There's these just replies without reading the kind of um, yeah, okay. the extra tweets. Replies without notice. Um, oh, here we go. There's an interesting one. A few names that we like. Um, yep. 
from Sam. C- oh, that's quite funny. Sam McClure, the uh, he's Jeno, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. For, on for SDN, yeah. Oh, is he in now? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Uh, question. Oh, it's a question. Question. A question with all we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, in order or form, who are the best three players in the comp? This could have been written by. By one of us. It's yep. from Trav. What well on Trav if you're even a listener? But it says uh, Josh Boots, Matai Vickery, and Zach Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your aliases? <laughs> uh, anyway, there's there's healthy there is healthy abuse on online for yeah. players, and, and I think I think it's right that. Uh, but you just wonder whether the um, club has someone go through after a game and mm. delete all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But also... Actually, because, I mean, and shows we've worked on, social media people, like, there's a lot of abuse that goes on, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there would have to be a social media person deleting Facebook comments and the like on the club's... On the club various, website? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that'd be, that'd be a pretty consistent job. Because we know, like, even I'm... You know, in some online stuff, like, in groups of, like, you know, Hawthorne groups or whatever... Yes. Gets, gets, it's pretty constant in terms of the conversations. Yeah, people get pretty heated with that kind of mm, stuff, don't yeah. they? yeah. Um, I should stop doing it. No, no, you, you got to you got to let them know. But also, okay, the opposite to that though, does that give the players an inflated sense of their worth? Like if they don't know that they're a weak fuck uh-huh. who can't get a kick and wouldn't get a kick in you know a local league. What you're saying, like we're doing them a service by telling them that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so nice then when they're out there, and they're like fucking hell. Uh, you know, Daryl from Sunbury fucking got stuck into me on Sunday night Without at three in the morning. Yeah. And I, yeah, maybe I do need to, you know, I am soft as a uh, as butter. Yep, sure, okay. And I do need their, to play better. Bring their head down a bit. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Oh, okay, that's an interesting take. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a kind of spiteful take, but it's yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, but I think maybe they need to hear that. Hey, uh, our old pal, got to mention. Oh, and, and a lot of people. Thank you so much to our junk time listeners who are all over it. It's good to know that he's he's happy. Yep. And healthy. Yes, very healthy. And uh, travelling. And travelling, yeah. yeah. Uh, but JGD got to mention in the commentary. Yeah. So so other people are watching him. Other people are aware of JGD, and I think it's because of us. Like we've brought him to the public attention. There's no doubt about that. And Who? Not, where was JGD four years ago? No one talked about him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He was doing very well at uh, Tattersalls. Really? Yeah. Mm. Mm, doing very well. Right. He wasn't one of the government officials that watches the lotto. The uh, draw. No, no, that, that that was his job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he'd do the lighting. Uh, <laughs> from Alex. Thank you, Alex. Uh, according to Hamish. Yep. No, no second name needed. No, no, no. We know. Uh, the duck sat next to JGD on the flight over to Adelaide. Oh, so hang on, hang on. Hamish is just, he's just letting, so he's just it's, letting out, inf- passing on information. Maybe that was for the vault. This is the duck story, okay? Yeah. This but, is the duck story. But maybe that's for the vault. Maybe he goes up to Hamish and goes, hey, mate, I fucking saw JGD. <laughs> yeah, that fucking idiot. And he's going, oh, fucking the duck saw him. Well, continue. The ducks are going, oh, Jesus, mate. Apparently, apparently, I, I get a feeling the ducks an open book nowadays. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he told me he told the duck yep. he was a nervous watcher, a lot, oh. of, a lot of pacing. Okay, Michael, can you clarify this? I would not say I can't say for his state of mind in terms of nerves. Uh huh. No, but you can see you can see an agitated person. You know, I don't buy the pacing. I don't. You think, don't see him pace. I don't have strong memories of him pacing. Uh huh. Um, he does like to stand. I've never saw, I never saw the man sit. Yeah, right. He's a stander. He's a stander like myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, he was probably standing in the aisle of plane. I, I just yeah. pacing up and down. No, he seems to me like leaning on the on the thing. And again, the only kind of major thing that stands out is that whenever Jack would fuck up, yep, uh, he'd slap the record. On really, the, just a yeah, Jack on the on the bar. Oh, Jesus, Gunston on the bar. What do you call it? The the, the railing. The railing. Yeah. Really? Would he be like, are oh, you fucking idiot? 
Gunston. Uh, no, it'd be um, no, he <laughs> wouldn't curse his own name. Okay. It'd be like Jack. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you just see this Jack. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. It's a great impression of him, but yeah, and okay. and you can hear if you hear the railing, hear the smashing on the railing. Yeah. And it got to a stage where there was no need for me to turn to see what that was. Oh, you knew, you knew, you knew it was smashing. The you record. knew JJD was in the hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were, were people like were people frightened of him? No, he was texting the, it, to the number at the MCG. No, it wasn't that bad. It? it wasn't that bad. Then no cursing or anything like that. It wasn't like you know, fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was. It was just a proud parent. Proud well, parent wanting wanting his son to do fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck, he'd be angry this year then. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, who was it? Uh, was it Chief and Dermy maybe? Saying they sh- uh, maybe should Hawks get rid of him. Consider could get rid of him for a first-round draft pick. Get back yeah. into the first round. Get back into the first Considering round. you've given it to St Kilda, you fucking morons. I reckon that is what's going to happen. Yeah. I reckon we are going to trade someone, one or two people, to Who's try going? And get that first round. Give me a name. Well, if you talk, if you believe the rumour mill of the last summer, everyone was on the cards. Well, that is true. Yeah. But I don't believe it. I think we'll give Jaeger back to Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, fuck. He's, uh, no, he says he's going to come good. He'll come good. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's only spent two years out with a really, uh, you know, terrible knee injury. But they, when has a knee ever stopped any player ever? Uh, things they can do with modern medicine these days. <laughs> For a play- I mean, he's been to Germany. Yeah, you never know. So he'll be back. Um, can I just say, I saw the uh, part of the Richmond v Kangas game last night. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Very good game by Richmond. And Dustin Martin has just said, add another zero to my contract. He's uh, in yeah. very, very good form. Yeah, gotcha. Do you gotcha. think he'll stay? Do you think he'll go? I think he'll stay at Richmond. I think he'll repay them. They've looked after him. They've looked after his old man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in the – not that I'm saying that anyone that he knows is in the bike industry, mm-hmm. but in the bike industry, they're very loyal. Hey, uh, was it during the week – I just want to cut you off right there. During okay. the week, was, <laughs> it, was it during this week that the, the Bombers had a big deal, made a big deal? Or was that last week? And they said they, – well, the rumour was it was like about 1.5 on the yeah, table. Yeah, they're going to make a play for him. They're coming yeah, for him. Yeah, sure. Well, Richmond might have to up their offer. Aren't they, aren't they about eight at the minute? I think that and Richmond, of, I've heard that Richmond, uh, I think through Purple, mm-hmm. the Richmond's limit is 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, okay, they can't go much on that. No. Yeah, and north of five years at a million, is that right? Yeah, because they, they're, they're, they're into... They're into Josh Kelly as well from GWS. They're into both, yeah. They've yeah. got a war chest. They have a war chest. <laughs> a lot of teams have war chests. Yes, well, uh, St Kilda seem to have a war chest as well. But yes. they've dropped their offer to five. They say, no, no, Fifey. Oh, they don't want Fifey. Yeah, that, that happened just a couple of days ago. They said, no, no, Fifey. Uh, fuck they, you, Fifey. I think they're going to, they're going to, we're a rumor mill again, purple. They're his, into Josh Kelly? Josh Kelly. They're into, everyone wants Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly's the prettiest girl at the dance yeah, right now. Yeah, no, everyone's, I mean, he's a very good player. But also, Josh Kelly, he'd get a whole bunch of cash. His team might be walking into a three-peat. Yeah, that is a very good point. And that's what a lot of people are saying, is that he might uh, re-sign for another two years. And then go work for Dad, is that what they're saying? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He doesn't need to. Dad's got a bit good business as well. And talk of him getting, getting groomed as a... Uh, Josh Kelly. Collingwood president. Who's his dad? Is it Craig Kelly? No. Oh. Not at all. Really? No, no, his son plays at Adelaide. Ah, oh, there we go. I've got them confused. Yeah. Sorry. No, oh, you're thinking of... I look of, um, like a fucking idiot. His dad's an architect. The architect. The guy from Hey Dad. Mr. Kelly. Oh. Yeah. I get them confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it can happen a lot. Mr. Kelly. <laughs> one of the premiership players of Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's of, so anyway, I was watching the Richmond Kangas game, and I think they were going into three-quarter time, and they were going to the break, and in the corner of the, uh, of the screen, it had the players' playlist... And so they went to the break playing music, as they always do. But it had, uh, like, Jack Zeeble's choice, and it was an Ed Sheeran song. I couldn't give less of a fuck <laughs> what people listen to. Is it, football now have to be that interactive? Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to know. Like, you know, your favourite player, you go, oh, what is, what is, what is, you know, uh, what is, what is Jack Silvani listen to? Because I want to be cool like him. I want to listen to that. That's really weird. Yeah. And then also, wouldn't players put kind of joke songs and the like? Well, I'd think so. Like, is he really, is Jack Zebel really a dead Sheeran? Or do they have Ed Sheeran and go, who would like that? They go, oh, Zebel. Well, they would probably play what they've got the rights for. They go, ah, uh, he looks like he likes yeah, it. Yeah, he looks like a cheering lover. <laughs> he looks like a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, let's put it up there. What if, say, so, yeah, if, if I did that, like, for you, it'd be like, you know, Bieber. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Hmm. And now you're, no, you'd be fucking Guns N' Roses. Ah, uh, yeah. Every yeah. day of the week. They'd need to go, like, they need to have the play out to the ad to be 12 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the whole thing in. Do you think, Michael, I'm going to ask you, question without notice. Yeah, oh, God, nervous. Yeah. Should State of Origin come back? Uh, no. Okay. Good no. question. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Every time of year, every time the NRL has their, their state, state of origin, origin yep. we fucking freak out in AFL land yep. and they're like, oh, we've got a bloody... Bring we should back. bring it back. Bring it back. We should bring it back, you know. And then they start naming their teams and who'd be playing against who and who'd do this and who'd mm. do that. And there's an allies team and there's all this shit. Well, no, no one wants to play for allies. No one wants to play Okay, allies. that's one thing. So yeah. what, the last time was... Oh, wait. Yeah, I went to that. They did the allies versus Victoria. Was that mid-season? That was mid-season, yeah. That was to celebrate 150 uh, years of the game. Okay. And uh, and I remember Palmer uh, Thompson, cheeky little monkey. Yeah. Because uh, the big clash was uh, Buddy on Scarlet. Really? Hadn't happened that year yet. Amazing. Didn't happen. He didn't? He didn't put him on him. So it was like he wasn't trying to win the well, state of origin? No, I think he uh, put Trent Crowe on him. Amazing. Who... Uh, it's had a baby with Kim Valentine, we found out this week. Is that right? Neighbours actress. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Go on, you crazy. Like, not, not well, like last year or something. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know they were a thing. No. Nah. Maybe she helped him out of his, uh, his slump. Remember he was in a bit of, he'd been a bit of financial trouble. Well, he got a bit of, they had a weird real kind of estate. thing where there was a lady, he wanted money from her for kind of services, like in terms of Services? Like, no, it was kind of like, kind of like contributing to the household, I suppose you'd call it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, previous one. A bit work. Yeah, right, crazy, mate. He's spreading no, around. I hope he's happy he's found, you know, happiness. That's great. Well, it's probably, I mean, you know, he had to stand buddy, his teammate. Yeah. In 2008. Yeah, I remember at the start of the game, I was like, oh, you're doing that on purpose. Yeah. You want them to hurt each other. Well, no, no, not that. Well, not that. I didn't think, even think of that, but I was like, the matchup is Scarlet Buddy. That's yep. the one. That's the, and that's, that's what, what everyone, happens that's, in the game. That's what people came to see. And, uh, and you, you're kind of not letting us have it yet because you're protecting your own team. Oh, mm. it's disappointing. Anyway, no, we shouldn't have it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, unless, because I don't know when they're going to play. I know in the in the NRL they have to go, yeah, mate, we don't care if anyone gets injured. It's yeah. the honour, yeah. the badge of honour. And we've let that go. So I wonder why it has lasted in the NRL and is so massive while it's petered out here. Oh, is it maybe because we've got more of a national competition? Well, I guess that's what people say, but... Um, I mean, like, in, you know, Eagles and Freya, like, it's not like everyone is from WA who plays for those teams. No, but not at all. you kind of get the feeling like they are representing Western Australia. Yeah. You know, Gold Coast it, it is it representing... Oh, Cabal Ave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that, that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're playing for the pride of King Tut's putt putt, aren't they? <laughs> well, they, they play, they always say, do it for the 4D cinema. Uh, yeah. And you guys didn't even know there was a fourth dimension. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that kind of shit. They're very, very smart. They say, if we lose this one, we're not going to fucking show our face at Madden Two Stars <laughs> or yeah. the Guinness Book of World Records funhouse thing. Yeah. If we lose this, <laughs> no way we'll be allowed to eat at the hog's breath again. Oh, dude, if we lose this, we won't be able to go to the shooting range at... Uh, Surface Paradise Shopping Centre. 
<laughs> so that's why they've, they, they, they've opted out of it. But you know who was an interesting observer? <laughs> we won't be able to show our face at schoolies. The shame. Yeah, no, they, they definitely can do that. Why can't I just talk to the girls? Yeah. It's just one year from year 12. You know who would be into the uh, the Gold Coast State of Origin team, though? Or the Queensland State of Origin team? The Candyman. Oh, mate. He would be all over that shit. He's kind of like a, a kind of a mascot that wouldn't have to dress up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just parade him out there. Yeah, he's got five five women with bikinis on leashes. Yeah, yeah. and they could be your and they're your, all called Sid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they could be your trainers. You know who was spotted as a part of the Queensland State of Origin team in the rooms? Oh, your mate, Luke Beveridge. Mm, Bevo. Luke Beveridge. You know, I reckon he was in there. He's going. Hey, you, you blokes got the same size necks as me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, How do you felt, do that? Felt he, affinity. Yeah. yeah, he just wanted to feel with, yeah. like necked people. Yeah. <laughs> so they just stand around. No one's, no one's even noticed him. They go, oh, that, that bloke over there. There's no like... laughing. There's no pointing. There's no <laughs> look, look, mummy, there's a freak over there. <laughs> that guy's neck is the same size as his head, mum. <laughs> So that's why I reckon that's what Bevo was up there. What intel is he going to get from them? Nothing. He just wanted to feel comfortable during his bye week uh-huh. that he wasn't being mocked by everyone in the state. Laughed at by, cool, by little kids. Yeah. Oh, and adults too. Like, I reckon there would be uh, something in, in that though, sharing of in, letting people see how you do it. Yeah, your IP, your yeah. intellectual property. I reckon there'd be quite a, quite a few revelations. That you get, a lot of information you could find. What does he get out of it? What's he get from the What's he get from a state of origin? Being in the Queensland team beforehand, does he see? How they're going to stop Jared Hayne? Is that what he's looking for? Does he go? Oh, I see what they did. Yeah, I think stopped so. him past them backwards. Because I reckon, well, if you get a new team coming into the AFL, Jared Hayne's probably someone they're going to go up. <laughs> well, that is very true. Yeah, there's every chance he'll be playing <laughs> in Tasmania get another in a couple player. of years. Yeah. Hey, uh, Adam. Yeah. Good news. Well, well, I have good news. Good news. Well, bad news, but good news from it. Oh, hang on. Okay. Uh, obviously, the events in London overnight. Uh, Horrible Melbourne time. Horrible events. Uh, we're recording this about 6pm mm. on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, but one particular person has broken her silence. Who? Uh, Gabby Greco. The DJ slash artist. Mm. Gabby Greco has broken her silence uh, about the horrific events of London. Yeah. Uh, she has... She hasn't written a song or done a, like a set, has she? No, it's uh, an image. Pray for London. A uh-huh. little Union Jack in the corner. Yep. A uh, little kind of drawing of the... Not her drawing, like a... Uh, although she could have done it. Well, she's an artist. Of, uh, Anything is possible. Westminster. Yep. And it says... Uh, it says, hashtag, pray mm. for London. Yep. Got a Very thoughtful of hands praying, praying and a little yep. Union Jack. Yeah, even though I think those hands are high-fiving. But continue. But, it's, well, okay, technically, Gabby Greco hasn't done that herself. Yep. Uh, it's a retweet. Oh. Hmm. And of all the people in the world, she could have retweeted yeah. for this uh, tragic event. <laughs> it's retweeted uh, from uh, Paris Hilton's Twitter account. Paris Hilton. No, no, no. <laughs> Michael, just I, I, don't, I don't like what you're alluding to there. She grieves the way we all grieve. <laughs> we grieve in different ways. Yes, yeah. that, that is very true. And that's the way Gabby handles it. Yep. And you, you cannot begrudge her putting it out there and just saying, oh, I feel as bad as Paris Hilton does. Mm-hmm. Because this does not help my DJing slash artist career. Hey, Collingwood are going to have a full club review. Full. But not the coach. Is that right? Yeah. So full, entire. Full, the every, whole thing. Every bit of it. Every kit and caboodle. Well, is that because it's a waste of time? Because they're going to sign him to another five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just locked in. Like, he's going to be the, the longest coach ever. He'll yeah. out, outdo that, uh, what's Jack his McHale. name? Well, well, no, actually. Michael Malthouse. Michael Malthouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, they will... Oh, I'm getting up here. Uh, 
Nathan Buckley's job as senior coach will not be part of Collingwood's upcoming sweeping review. Well, if it's a sweeper, if it's a sweeping review, you have to review the coach, do you not? Eddie does say... Here we go. Uh, every line of the place will be put under micros- under the microscope. Every bit. Every bit. Every Except. bit. Except. Except. We're going to have a full review of the football full department. Full review. Except. Except, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what type of coaches we need going forward? Yeah. Where is football going? We've yeah. got the boxes on the board, but yeah. who's in them? Who are the people? Who are they? What are the skill sets required? Mm-hmm. What we're doing is actually just stripping back the Stripping the place back. so Stripping it back. Through about some people will lose their jobs. Yeah, and they deserve to. But we can't think Except, of who. Yeah. <laughs> so they're stripping it back. What do you do? Yeah, they say they've got about 200 employees. They've gone up from about 100 a decade ago. They've got about 200. It's a lot of people for a football club. Although I suppose they've got uh, AFL men's, AFL women's and a netball they club They do now. mention that here, yeah. They say they have included, like, increased the... And employees, would that include players? Or is that excluding? No, they'd be external, wouldn't they? Because I don't don't know. Like, do they look at the internal and go, why? Well, if you've got 100 people and then like 40 odd players. No, I would say they're not considered employees then. Mm, Okay. They're considered pawns in the game of football, Michael. Just fleshes of meat that run around and over for for our pleasure. Yeah, and we don't give a fuck what happens to them once they're gone. Yeah. They're out of there. Who 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 conducts this review? Okay, it's a guy from like a proper company. So there's uh, Jeff Walsh. He's going to do the football department kind of stuff. Walshy, from what I can gather. Uh, here we go. Businessman Peter Murphy, who recently f- uh, filled in on the Collingwood board and runs the club's foundation, will create a blueprint. Oh, okay, so he's not doing the another guy. Uh, here we go. A few people will be doing. A few people, yeah. okay, including a guy from Headhunters, Egon Zender. A guy called Chris Thomas. Oh, Tomo's on board. Tomo, fuck. Tomo's on board. Fuck, he's... He'll tear this journal apart. He'll strip it right back. He looks through every line. Yeah, yeah, no, (laughs) except the coach. Ah, Tomo. Whenever he does a review, he always comes in and goes, mate, I'm looking at everything, but... Yeah. I'm not touching Bucks. Bucks walks up to him and he says, who are you? Yeah, I don't don't even know who you are. Don't even know who you are. Do you work here? No. Can I see your pass? He's putting the boxes on the board. Yeah. And Bucks walks by and he goes... Who's that guy? Yeah. We've got a vagrant here. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, do they look over, um, do they go, who signed Gubby Allen? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Cause and they go, yeah, no, Eddie, Eddie, that was you. And he goes, oh, right, okay, well, um, let's not worry about that. And they go, all right, who who put Chris Main on a four-year deal at uh, half a million dollars? They mm-hmm. go, oh, Ed, um, uh, you, you signed off on that. Mm. He goes, oh, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. No, don't worry about it. What about Daniel Wells? You know, he's played like... Uh, He's played like three games mm. and he's got really bad calf issues and he came back fat. Yeah. I remember that time, the, uh, I'm just looking through the history books here. Yeah. We won the flag in 2010. Yeah. And then we made the grand final in 2011. We yeah. were right in yeah. it until three-quarter time. Absolutely. Prelim. And then 2012. Prelim 2012, yeah. But that was but under a new coach. Yeah. Right our way so, down. So what happened to that yeah. that particular coach? Because he was on a good streak. Mm. He, was, he was going really well. People he was really like good, him. yeah. What did you do first, with him? One first flag in 21 years. Yeah. I would actually, if I was doing the review of 2011, I would include the coach in that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And my, how come he's is that is that that guy is that that guy that I'm excluding because he was doing really well, like two grand finals in a row, mm. including he did two grand finals at the start of his career. So he's done really well. This coach, whoever and he, he is, what did a prelim in 07, did a prelim in 09. Yep. So he's gee, done very well. Very well. Yeah. Very well those kind of three four years. Yeah. And got very close too. Very close in uh, 02. Very close. Not so much in 03, but very close in 02. Could have been anyone's. Yes, that's right. And, and Collingwood fans will still claim that that was a goal kicked mm. by Rocker. That's a good point. Yeah, that's, uh, a that's part point. of the review. Was it a goal? Fuck, Tomo's got to eat that. <laughs> 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 he's, he's got his work cut out for him. 
Uh, shall we wrap it up, Adam? Yeah, I think we should. Now, uh, we want to debut. We would love to debut a new uh, segment here on Junk Time, but we need our listeners' help. We would love to debut a segment called Questions with Notice. So if you've got any questions you want answered about AFL history, current, what we see for the future, anything you'd like to ask Michael and I, it's almost like an ask me anything, but uh, you send it in, you can tweet us, you can email us, hit us on our Facebook, let us know what you think or what you'd like us to, you, you'd like, you want to tap our brains. Yeah, we are junktimeafflepod at gmail on Facebook and Twitter. So yeah, because uh, we have like a wealth of knowledge, like obviously... They wanted us to do the review at Collingwood. We couldn't do it because we didn't have the time. We're conflicted. Yeah. We can't be running a highly successful football podcast while doing it, putting a line through every place. Yeah, well, no, that's a, that's a fair point. And that's why we said no to it. No, no, putting every – going through every line of the place. We're not going to put a line through things. No, no, no. Set the coach's job. Well, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> fucking finished. Although they are smashing Frio over in Perth by – what are we looking at? Okay, no, it's not a smashing. I thought they were 90 points, but no, they're up by 10 points. Just started third quarter. So couple, that is far from a smashing. Couple of footballers in real life. What have we got? Uh, this one from Simon. They got two. I was at a Weezer concert in January 2013 at the Sydney Entertainment Centre with my younger sister. I was uh, As I walked down the aisle to my seat an hour or so before the show, getting there early, Simon. Oh, oh yeah. Support band. Yeah, support absolutely. Band. I noticed quite a solid-looking guy sitting alone a few rows back from my seat. I looked up and recognised none other than the 2007 and 2009 Premiership captain, Tom Harley. Looking trendy in one of those cloth train driver style hats. Oh, okay. Like a, uh, like a trucker's cap, perhaps. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. You know, he probably got that. You know what? He probably got his old mate, uh, Joel Selwood, to hook him up. I wandered up and said hello and told him I was a big Cats fan and chatted about a few of the players. I think Daniel Menzel had done his knee again so pretty recently. So I asked Tom how Dan was coping. When I asked why he was sitting alone, he said his wife was heavily pregnant. I have met uh, his uh, lovely Felicity? partner. I believe you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I think back backstage at, uh, before the game. Oh, there you go. On. And due to drop any minute. And didn't feel like up to a rock show. But he was clearly willing to potentially miss the birth of his child. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. I love that. Eh? So he's, he's changed allegiances because she was employed in Sydney. And so he moved up there. Yeah, because so they were doing the long distancing. I think even back in 07 they were doing it. Yeah, yeah okay. Now yeah. he's like a footy manager or something up at the Swans? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's got involved there. Oh, good. Enough. But he, that, that doesn't stop him from getting out to see Weezer. Yeah, 2013 though too. So Oh, you reckon he's not seen him now because of the kids? I think he would have been doing media work more primarily back by then. Yeah, hmm. no, that's a fair point. Well, he's got a four-year-old running around. He's, he's going the wiggles. I was down in Melbourne one... This is again, Simon. Down in Melbourne one week in 2015. I like this one. It's a good one. You're going to like this okay. one. Uh, with a few mates to see a few games of football. Kicking off with Friday night at the G in Collingwood. Absolutely spanky Carlton. Oh, All right, Adam. don't bring that up. What year was that? Uh, 2015. Oh, fuck, and we had Malthouse at the helm. How did that? How did we lose that? Wait a second. We just spent time saying how good he <laughs> is. <laughs> We're very fickle. It was a horrible game to watch. So we ducked out early in the last quarter and headed to South Melbourne to a gentleman's club. Oh, here we go. Kittens. Kittens, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Got to go. Got what, what, what weekend away in Melbourne? It's yeah, it doesn't complete. include kittens. Without yeah. missing all, all the tourism ads. Yeah. You know, you go down to Great Ocean Road. Yeah. Head down to the MCG. Oh, head, the museum. Yeah, check out the, uh, the the statues of premiers near Parliament House. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, there's the statues of the best uh, dancers outside yeah. Um, kittens. kittens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm glad you had dancers too, because they're, they're dancers. Yeah, um, I know they're dancers, mate. Right? They put themselves at a university. Yeah. We got a good spot near the stand and settled in, uh, near the stage, sorry, and settled in for a couple of expensive strip club drinks. Okay, don't tell me Tom Harley was there. Every girl, well, even better, and so <laughs> beautiful. Uh, about half an hour later, management moved our group out of the section we were in because a VIP was arriving. Well, you can't just be bundled out of kittens. Fuck. Who should walk in? You, you, you do for this man. Who should walk in but Dane Swan and his entourage? Yes, <laughs> Swanee. The game was he was the game he was playing playing in that evening. Couldn't have finished twenty minutes before he arrived at the club, so he must have skipped the song, had a shower, and got straight into a cab over to the Ribos. That's beautiful. Now we should check that footage of the uh, Collingwood singing the song in twenty fifteen to see if uh, Swanee's in there. So when did Dane Swan retire? Was it twenty fifteen? Was that his last season? Because he was in when was I'm a Celebrity? That was this year. Yeah, so he retired last year. He broke his leg at the start of 2016. So, yeah, he probably played in that game, in the 2015 game. Yeah. So And I think that would have been the game that Malthouse broke the record for most amount of games coached. Oh, okay, yeah, I reckon probably that was, was early yeah. in the season. And then he got sacked towards the end of that or halfway through that year. Uh, an emotional period. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, and, and that was the only way Dane could handle it, was by looking... At uh, Naked Ladies Dancing. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. He's played against his former coach. He's, he's like distraught. Leader. Yeah. Leader for decades, and then for some, somehow lost his job. Lost his job, yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> probably a three-pop performance, yeah. 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 And then um, he's got to take, it, take, some, take it off his mind. Well, you've got to download, dude. Yeah. Don't you? You've got to go and see university students. Dance. Dance to Cherry Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Here we go, Laura, our old favourite. Here we go, our old favourite. Up in Noosa for the weekend. Uh, And this morning, while walking through a national park, came across none other than Travis Cloak. Cloakey! With his wife. He was wearing a grey hoodie and grey shorts and hat. Stopped to have a chat with a family who'd also recognised him. Oh, yeah. Thought of giving him a spray about the 50 he gave away against Geelong, but reconsidered. Thank you very much, Laura. No, Laura. Laura, you missed an opportunity there. You should have given him a bake. Given him a bake. I've just got his Instagram up here. Uh, Oh, surely there's a picture of Noosa. Nothing of Noosa, no. Really? No. Has he dropped off a little bit? What was his last post? No, he's not. Uh, uh, there is a post, but it's a it's a in memoriam kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I won't mention that won't one. Yeah, that one. yeah, yeah. We've already done London. Uh, yep. And uh, <laughs> we've got um, uh, second last is to uh, happy thirtieth to Tyson Goldsack. Oh, okay. Congratulations, Tyson. Huh. Um, oh, we'll wrap up. There we go. Yeah. We're gonna. So don't forget your questions with notice. We do would appreciate that. Yeah. We'll see. You. I've already done the email, so uh, we're gonna go go Hawks and go Blues.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.